it's been a hot second and that's because I've had steam coming out of my ears literally. Today we're going to talk about fiber and my personal experience, <clears throat> negative experience on the platform and all the tea behind it. So yeah, this is going to be a little heated. Welcome to the Wildson Podcast. My name is Courtney, aka Court Wildson, and I'm a full-time content creator from the mountains. I'm here to share my tips and tricks on social media, BTS from my adventures, and interview some other awesome people too. So stay tuned and let's go. Outline footnotes and just have this really detailed path through how I was going to go about this episode, but then I felt that I would just get too much into the little things and not really just give a bigger picture because you guys don't probably want to hear about every interaction I had on this platform. So breathe in, breathe out. Um, to give you a little, just an idea of where I'm at right now, this past quarantine since March and on and on and on, my whole goal has been to get in an RV and go full-time RV this winter with my boyfriend, Luke. That's been the goal, right? So as an entrepreneur, I do have the power to change the amount of money that I'm taking in, and I have a lot of time to allocate to that, you know, and it's up to me how I choose to spend my day and what I do to grow my business and grow my income. So trying to get into an RV, especially during this whole pandemic thing, it's been a little crazy with my income and I've learned that it's really important to diversify where I'm getting my income from and, you know, adding more streams to that. I was making enough income for what I wanted to do, but to buy a brand new truck and get an RV, I was going to need a little extra cha-ching onto what I was already doing. So I sought out many avenues. One of them was Etsy. Super happy with that. It's my favorite thing to do. Good stuff, right? I do something else called Billa, which is content creation. That's great as well. We're doing good as well as the Instagram partnership shebang. So then I discovered Fiverr through, honestly, a lot of different ways. I've heard about this for a while. It just wasn't something that I seemed to be valuable valued on. Like I just, to me, it seemed more logos and really one-off um, services that I didn't really, I could make a logo, but I didn't feel comfortable charging people for me to make them a logo, if that makes any sense. So I started seeing this girl, Alex, on TikTok. And this girl was a similar age to me. I, I want to say that she didn't go to college. So this was a lot of um, self-taught stuff that she had. And she is a millionaire on Fiverr. And I'm like, whoa, hold up. What is this? What's happening? Um, and what she really did is she was a copywriter and just wrote a lot of like product descriptions and blogs and that type of thing. And that that honestly, um, it was something I'm capable of doing, but I, I didn't really find interest in that. And then one day, I saw that she said that social media management services were now being added on the platform. And I was like, oh, dang, maybe I should just upload a gig and like, heck, if someone orders something, they order something. If they don't, it's not going to cost me anything. Um, and I was going to put all these things on there. I was going to do like 
the hashtag. Um, I'll make you hashtags. Like I'll make you um, Instagram highlight um, covers for your bio. Like I'll make, I'll rewrite your bio. I'll, you know, I was going to offer all these things. And then um, I found out there was something called Fiverr Pro. On Fiverr, you're either a buyer or seller, and as a seller, you offer gigs and people buy them. Okay, so Fiverr Pro, you can get like you know, it's like getting a blue check on social media, but basically, you have to apply to be a pro, and you actually have you need to have like true expertise in the form of a college degree and more, even on top of just having a degree. So, I went through the process of becoming Fiverr Pro, I just met like videos of myself talking, it all seemed like super legit, and I knew this girl. Was making some change on here so i'm like so people are, are spending money to do professional services this seems really great so i was waiting to get fiverr pro i finally got approved to be fiverr pro in was it august august question mark um around that time so i got approved i'm like you know what let me just do one gig and i'll make one good gig and it'll be um high value because on fiverr you have to have um I think the starting option for a gig has to be over $100 to be a Fiverr Pro gig. So I was like, okay, we'll just do one beefy gig. Um, and what it, I ended up doing is something called um, an engagement service thing that I did. I don't really know how to um, personify this into one sentence. But basically on Fiverr, when you upload a gig, the name of the gig um, they say, I will, and then they leave a blank space to tell you know what you're going to do for the person who buys your gig. So, first internships I did before I went to college, or while I was in college, while I was in college, um, basically it was just an engagement thing where I would log into a client's profile for like 20 minutes a day and I'd go through relevant hashtags in their fault in their niche. So maybe like, let's say it's an ice cream shop in Plattsburgh, New York. And I would go to Plattsburgh, New York and like comment on people's posts under the hashtag to try to get new um, followers. And um, very organic um, and authentic way to grow your Instagram. And um, it is truly one of the best ways to grow your Instagram. So I was like, well, let me offer that as a service because it does work. It is a slow process because it is legit and it's it's real and, and nothing... There's no get rich quick scheme on Instagram. Um, most probably know that. It's just, it's not, there's no magic. Like even as me being like a quote unquote professional, like it's, it's, it's a question that's even hard for me to answer and there's no easy way to do it. Um, so I was going to offer this. And as if you're a business, um, I would really be able to help take a lot of the burden off of that. And it's something that you wouldn't want to do every day anyway. So long story short, I was going to offer this, you know, I will um, organically and grow your following. I think it was like called something along the lines of that. I had three tiers. I had a one week trial. I had a two week period. And then I had a month period. And it was 120 for a week. 210 for two weeks and then 400 for a month and Fiverr also takes 20% of your gig which is a lot um I didn't really think about it too much I'm like whatever they'll just take a percentage but then I got my earnings for my first gig and I was like holy crap all my money's gone um and it works out to be a considerable amount of money so flag number one I would say as a seller on Fiverr if you're a professional and you're selling a service like 20% is a hefty, hefty cut. That's a big cut. Um, I honestly would have been more worthwhile just like promoting myself through Instagram ads 
that's a lot of money, okay, when you sit down and you really do some numbers, um, especially as a freelancer, okay, uh, for the 20%. And also for me, to make it worth it for me to go into someone's account every single day for a week or a month, I needed to put, you know, a pretty penny on there. Otherwise, it's just totally not worth my time and I just shouldn't, you know, bother. And my philosophy was um, if I have a gig, like, no one has to buy it. No one might not buy it. I might get zero orders and it will just sit there. Whatever, right? And if I get a ton of orders, cool beans, you know? So I submitted it and I kid you not, maybe 20 minutes later, I had three orders for the $400 one. And I'm like, holy Hannah, what? And I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I can finally get my RV, like running around screaming. And uh, let me tell you something, that was a short-lived excitement. <laughs> Thinking back, I was like, wow, whatever. Um, So the first guy I got was a Colorado photographer, super cool. He was really nice and the exchange was really good. And to give you a little um like background on my gig when you purchased it I had questions that you had to fill out um, so I could do the gig and the questions were like what's your account profile what's your account password what's your um, target audience what's your target region you know what's your ideal follower what's your goal with Instagram you know just stuff like that to give me an idea because I'm gonna have a really hard time doing a good job for you if I have no idea what's going on with your account right so I had that in there and um, interactions with him went very well. He tipped me, um, I think like $20 too. And I was like, wow, this is great. I'm so excited. This is so much fun. I love doing this. And I was getting a lot of messages daily on the platform like, hey, can you help me with this? Can you do this? You know, and it was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. Or yes, I would love to work with you. And I was just um, answering a lot of messages. That's one of the first things I noticed is I'm like, wow a lot, probably like 15 a day, which doesn't sound much, but for this being something that's supposed to be not like a side hustle, like a side, side, side hustle, okay? It was starting to demand more time than my my Instagram, my personal Instagram. And I'm like, oh, hold up. But I told myself if it's, if it's making money, I'm just going to keep doing it through to, you know, the end of fall, you know, it's going to be great. So... I started getting some like, how much is it for 10,000 followers? <laughs> and I was like, it is illegal to buy followers, but you know, I'd give them that spiel. And I was starting to see this, this um, quality of clientele pouring in that was uh, pretty subpar. Um, very broken English, improper grammar, um, the ask, you know, like how many followers can you get me in this short of time? Um, you know, how much can you do 200 instead of 400? Just a lot of like really just not, you know, not high quality customers. Let's just say that. I don't want to crap on anyone, but um, I was starting to do a lot of answering of really dumb stuff as, you know, as a professional on a freelancing site. It was it was looking like the DMs requests that I get on my Instagram, you know, like grow your following. And it's like some Indian profile, nothing against that, but just, you know what I'm talking about. So that got a little tiresome. And then the messages was, you know, tons of message a day. And then people were putting in orders. 
and that was very exciting to me. But I noticed that a lot of the people that were putting in orders, I would say 50% of them were legit businesses with legit people who were well-spoken, who were asking me questions, and it was a great process of doing that, okay? And then there was a 50% of just complete, just crap. And it started slowly. And as time was going on, I was like, wow, this is really annoying. And I'm like, Courtney, you know what? You got to work. You got to earn your money. You got to do customer service. You got to talk to people. It's part of the job. I was like, whatever, you know, I'm just going to, you know, everyone else goes to work. Like, you can do this. It's fine. Whatever, you know started to arise and that was people thinking that when they were purchasing my platform which said I will you know authentically grow your following through engagement and in the description it was very descriptive like I will do daily outreach comments comments on your profile with the goal of growth and many explanations um you know everything I do is legit. I don't do any like bot usage. I don't do anything like that on and on and on and on. And people were purchasing, um, I'll give you actually a specific example. So this girl messaged me, she purchased a $400 one, which if you're a real company and you're real business, like that's, that's chump change. That's totally doable. But for someone, this business that she was proposing to me, I was like, wow, I can't believe, you know, it's a lot of money. Hey, you know? So she put her thing in and she's like, here is my business, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, can you help me? Blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, sure. You know, what's your Instagram? She goes, well, I don't have one yet. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have an Instagram? I'm like, okay, well, you know, you should get that started ASAP. So, you know, I can do the Instagram job you hired me for. I mean, come on, people. So she made this Instagram. And she said, okay, all set, you know, and I expected there to be a profile picture and then like a bio and a link to the website um, and like maybe three pictures posted or something, you know, something like that. Um, zero following, zero followers, zero bio, zero profile picture, zero posts. And um, she goes, can't wait for you to start. And I was like, uh, what? Like, uh, you know, and then she sent me over like 10 images in a file and I opened it and it was like her logo at 10 different colors. And I was just super confused. And I'm like, Hey, just wondering when you're going to, um, set up your account and, you know, post some pictures. I said, I can offer you a custom gig if you'd like me to set your profile up and, you know, optimize it for SEO. And she goes, Oh, you're not going to post. And I'm like, no, I offer an engagement service to grow your profile following. And um, she goes, well, I want a refund. And I'm like, well, all right, did you not read what you purchased? And it's not like what. So the thing for me, I'm already starting to get frustrated. It's not like I offer the $25 service. Okay, $400 is a lot of money to throw into the wind and when you have no idea what's going on, okay? Um, I also don't know how this lady thought I was gonna make Instagram posts when I literally had nothing from her. Um, I'm, I don't get it, okay? So I ended up giving her a refund because I was like, I, don't, I know this isn't gonna be worth fighting for, whatever, I gave her the refund. So then I get six orders maybe of like the week long ones. And once again, like I would say three of those people, it was all cool and, you know, dandy and so on. And then three people, it was more issues. And um, I know one of the issues I had is a really shady looking account reached out to me and said like, we offer these things. And it was really weird 
the way it was worded. And they said, like, do you have any opinions on, like, what platform to do? And, like, how do I start Instagram? Basically had really basic questions. So for me, I realized, okay, this person's a beginner. They know nothing. I said, hey, I can send over an action plan with steps to start taking to grow your Instagram and to set it up and to like basically start Instagram. And I said, I charged $35 and it was up to him whether or not he purchased it. He didn't have to purchase it and he could have asked me a question, right? Immediately purchased it and then about maybe an hour later, I had this long message about how I was a scammer, how I was, you know, charging for nothing and on and on and on. And I sent him a PDF action plan with all the steps to properly set up an Instagram and what to do, how to post, when to know when to post, what to put in your caption, what type of hashtags to use, um, how to optimize your bio, specifically how to set up your bio, like, you know that's how, you know, you do Instagram and how many times per week you should post, how many times per day you should be posting your stories, you know, all this stuff, 35 bucks, that's nothing, you know, for plat for Fiverr, once again, did not need to purchase, was this whole debacle telling me how I was not professional, how he, you know, I'm an embarrassment to social media, blah, 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 on and on. And then he said, you know, an option to cancel. And I said, no, like you can't go to a restaurant, eat the dinner and then say, I don't like it. I want my money back. Like you ate it, you know, you, you consumed the product. You already read all my things. You know, he wanted to get free knowledge and then tossed me to the curb. I declined. I'm like, you already purchased it. I'm sorry. Then he opened a dispute. I also declined that dispute. And basically, in the end of the story, um, he ended up getting his money back. So he got that for free, the PDF I made for him. And uh, Fiverr basically said that um, we're giving him his money back because he didn't understand. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Is this not a professional platform? Is this just daycare where when people don't read the instructions, they get to redo? No. Um, I was very, very mad about that. And that was one of the second really big red flags to me was that my opinion was not, didn't have any weight. They didn't care what I thought. Some random dude um, who couldn't even do complete sentences and speak in real English had full rights over whatever he got to choose and whether or not he, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, um, I had no power when it came down to it. And even if, you know, I produced, let's say I produced a 20 page document and had like you know, really, really expert knowledge in there and like a, a handbook to win an Instagram, basically, basically like my, you know, my ebook, let's say I gave him that. And he said, this is, this is stupid. I don't want it. Um, but read it and like, you know, implement, implemented it and stole it all. Um, he would just be able to cancel it and get his money. And they would just say, oh, it's your fault because you didn't explain what it was. Um, yeah, uh, that's when I started like, okay, Fiverr, I was waking up in the morning and I had to like do all this stuff and I really regretted it or like I really didn't want to do it and it wasn't something I looked forward to. And like for me, my whole premises on, on why I do what I do is to really enjoy what I do every morning and to wake up and be excited and have a lot of fun. Um, yes, there are some things that I don't like doing sometimes, but you know, at large, I'm excited to do what I do every day. That's the whole reason why I've, you know, worked for myself. This felt like I was going back into the office again, hated it. Okay. So I'm getting, you know, tons of messages, inquiries and stuff. And now I have like 12 orders a day that I'm doing clients on. And um, I'll be honest with you, left and right, people are just canceling. 
you know, like let's say it's a, it was a two week thing they signed up for. I was like maybe a week and a couple days in, they cancel and they just get all their money back. And all of the work that I did every single day, waking up, going on their profile and commenting and whatever, just I had no pull, absolutely no pull. And at any moment, these people can just decide, eh, I don't want to do this, cancel, and I got zero dollars. Okay, heated, heated. Let's just say that. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, I got a lot of just really long messages, how I was a scammer and you're rude and on and on. And then I honestly went to this phase where I'm like, wow, am I just a crap person? Like, do I not know how to conduct myself professionally? Am I just, am I being, am I not good at this? Like, am, am I not, you know, acting a certain way? And I felt really like self-conscious and I was like, am I just thinking I'm acting a certain way and I'm a total idiot? No, okay? I was reading back to these conversations multiple times over, you know, this one girl who, oh my god, I would say had messaged with her 40 exchanges of messages before she even purchased a gig and then every day she'd send like four messages a day with, you know, I don't see anything happening. What's happening? What's going on? What do I do? What do I do? Like, what are you doing? When do I expect you to be on? Blah, 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 blah. It's been six hours. Why is my Instagram blowing up with followers? And I was like, whoa, simmer down for a second. Um, and just a little like a side note, Fiverr does record your response time. And um, the girl that uh, had the million dollars or whatever, she said to keep it under 12 hours. And mine was like at 12 hours, you know, whatever. Um, which I, I would go on probably like twice a day and respond to stuff, which seemed more than accurate, you know, adequate for me. If it was a new message, I would go and go in there and, you know, reply to them. But if it was someone I already had as a client, I already had their information, I was just doing the thing every day, um, I would, you know, I'd go in every day and like check back in and like, you know, respond to them, which I thought was great, okay? I mean, she had so many questions. And you know when they say like, there's no such thing as a dumb question? There isn't. Um, but you know, when it becomes dumb is when you're not reading, okay? So if there's information provided to you and you just ask ask questions without reading what's there, I would say that's considered to be a dumb question because it's it's there. Um, but I answered everything, obviously super nice. Um, I always use lots of explanation points. She asked me, you know, what does full-time engagement mean? And I said, this means that I will be going into your account um, every day and doing comments through hashtags on, you know, in your niche with the goal of getting new followers. That's what I said what full-time engagement meant. And this is relevant later into this argument. And this girl was just like, you know, every single day asking questions and I answered them and I was providing valuable feedback. And <sighs> so I one day get a cancel order request from her. Um, I would say about a weekend to a two-week program for seven days, you know, and um, she basically sent this long paragraph how I was um, basically scamming her out of her money and that I should be ashamed to call myself an entrepreneur. The customer is always right. I was super rude to her on and on and on and on and on and on, this whole thing, and I was like, and this was one of the moments where, you know, I said, Courtney, sometimes constructive criticism, you need to read back to everything that you said to her 
And you need to be honest with yourself. And if you were, you know, rude or you didn't respond well, you need to take that and move forward and be better. Because I was really self-conscious. I'm like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to come off that way, right? I read back. Um, this girl's smoking something strong, okay? Um, I She said, you lied to me. You said you'd be doing full-time engagement. And all you're doing is going into my profile every day and commenting on people's stuff. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's what the gig says. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, um, and she just was completely off the chain, said I was rude. And because she kept saying like nothing's happening. And I said, you know, organic engagement is a slow process. It takes time. And all I'm going to do is comment on someone's picture and it's up to them to click on you. And um, it's their choice whether or not they follow you based on what you're posting you know so i said that um with how many comments i do per day in the span of two weeks there are up to 400 potential people that could follow you and it's um whether or not they follow you is based off of what they see on your profile when they click on it that's what i said you know and um it wasn't rude. That's you know we're in a business i'm not gonna you know sugarcoat and i said exactly what you know what the potential um, gain back was. And basically she just, she just went off on this whole thing. And what, what I really took away from this, you know, interaction, she got her money back. Okay. Because I have, I have no pull. And that was really why I think Fiverr sucks bad. If you're offering something that's not super, super tangible and provable, Okay. Um, and it's something that is a one-off that is going to be okay. If it's a one-off thing, um, I want to purchase a logo. You give them a logo and you're done. What I was doing wasn't something that was super measurable and it wasn't something that happened once. It was something that I was doing daily over time. And that honestly, I think that type of, uh, service on plat on Fiverr is not going to be good. Um, and it was a complete waste of my time. And what ended up happening is after that one, I said, cause everything that I'm explaining to you happened within two week, two or three weeks span. Okay. This was very quickly. And I grew to about, I would say 20 clients and I was doing about 12. I was commenting and liking on 12 people's Instagram daily. And it was a lot of work and I had people just canceling left and right because I think these people expected to purchase from me and then like, from the heavens, like magic was going to appear and then they were going to have like 10,000 followers. Um, so I think it really, it was the level of um, clientele that was on the platform wasn't um, quite that of a professional setting. You know, the type of person who gets mad because they, you know, didn't get what they expected and they had super high expectations, but, you know, they, they, skimmed over my gig and didn't read it okay um i'm the type of person where i am not like once again as you know this podcast is very unfiltered <laughs> this is my true opinion i am not like a super super sensitive like oh my god oh my god i'm so sorry i hope i hope i can do everything to help you like that's just not the person i am okay that's why i like working for myself um i i don't i'm not a people pleaser i'm going to be very professional and i'm going to do my job well and i'm going to um you know help you as best as i can and do that but i'm i'm not going to kiss your ass okay and um this isn't a restaurant this isn't a retail store um 
the customer always right. I don't like th- I don't like that phrase because if a customer walks up and they don't read the menu and they just willy nilly purchase something, they purchase my gig without reading it and they get mad because um, they didn't get ten thousand followers or I'm not you know posting on their profile pictures. Um, they're not. I'm sorry. You you have to read if you're a businesswoman or businessman. You have to be smart about your investment and you need to read and understand what you're purchasing before you purchase. If you just purchase something willy-nilly and expect me to be at your knees because you didn't read something, then that's not my fault. You know, it's not my fault. Okay. So just totally native experience. And um, what happened was, is after that interaction with that one girl, because I had spent so much time messaging her back every day and really explaining myself every single day the same thing over and over and over again I said I'm done um, this is taking too much of my time I'm re- I'm mad I'm angry every day looking at my computer I don't feel like the creative energy that I need to put into my own Instagram I was like letting deadlines slide for my own stuff I said this is it's officially chopped it's done <laughs> because um, before this interaction I said I'm just gonna keep doing it I'm gonna stick through and finish out the clients that I have until the end of um, October and I was gonna do it until it was time to buy the camper and I was gonna push through and I tried to make it so the gig um, was no longer purchasable but I could continue with the clients that I had and like make and finish up everything and then I was going to be done. Um, You can't do that on Fiverr, which I think that's kind of weird. And you also can't choose who you work with. Anyone can purchase your gig. Um, So I said, after that one interaction, I said, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm not going to last. I'm so mad. And it's this platform cares, does not care about me. They only care about making money because they're getting 20%, mind you not. And I said, um, delete gig, or I said deactivate um, account or whatever, which thinking back, maybe now it makes sense that it does truly mean deactivate account, because guess what? I hit deactivate account and my whole account was deleted, okay? I had $300 that they owed me in the platform deleted account could not log in couldn't see any of my information mind you not um any money you make on fiverr is taxable so if i needed to get tax information on the money that i did make um i couldn't get it they just completely deleted my account i've emailed them multiple times and i'm basically not going to get my money that tells me and should tell you a lot about the the company that fiverr is and (laughs) very just I was so mad and even after that because I went to read to my mom I'm like mom can you please read this and tell me if I really like if I'm just not seeing something and I need to change the ways that I'm communicating with people and I went to check and it was just gone it was deleted my whole account was deleted I still can't log in I can't get into there I can't get my money I can't get any information out of there um, I was like, wow, okay you're really chopped it's gone you know um, and like another instance of something, of just the level of um, what I was dealing with because I feel like I'm spewing a lot. I'm not really giving examples because there were just so many examples. I can't even, I was just so shocked to be honest. And honestly, what I was thinking is I'm like, this girl who's a millionaire, I cannot believe the amount of crap that she probably deals with daily to get that. And I don't know about you, I don't care about money when I have to sacrifice my happiness. Um, I was just super, super turned off by the whole thing.
had someone order and it was a $400 30-day one, okay? And they I had the account name and password and I looked at her target thing and before I typed her Instagram in, it was like men ages 20 to 80 and um, interest and, you know, what would your target, you know, follower be interested in? And it said woman. And I said, hmm, this is interesting. So I typed it in. <laughs> um, basically this girl just posted naked pictures on Instagram. And I'm not trying to tear anyone down. Everyone can do what they do. But this girl had, I think, 10 followers and followed, um, I think, 50 people. And she had, she probably posted like 10 pictures, basically naked pictures of herself every day and paid me $400 to grow her naked picture account that I was just like, what? Like, First of all, I'm like, I don't really want to do this, okay? And second of all, why would you pay me this much money? I just did, it didn't make sense to me, okay? Um, the next part was that when she submitted her information account profile and password, she gave me her profile and then for the password area, she goes, I will add you as a Facebook administrator, but I will not give you my password to get into my Instagram. How am I going to grow your Instagram if I can't get into your Instagram. <laughs> so I don't know if this lady, like I know some people you can get fake likes without putting your password in. They just, I don't know how they do it, but I don't know what she thought, but she got really mad and she threw this massive fit and told me that I was not professional and that I was a scammer and she was, I was trying to take her Instagram. Girl, <laughs> not to be mean, no one ain't trying over here to take your Instagram, okay? I don't want your Instagram. I don't even want it on my phone, to be completely honest with you, because I don't want to get banned on Instagram because you're posting nude pictures, okay? Um, and she filed this dispute against me, and she goes, you you shouldn't be doing business. Um, <laughs> this was right before that other girl with my last straw. I was like, this is this is a waste of my time. Oh, my God. But I was like... I was also, you know, and you probably would have said, Courtney, why didn't you just shut it down? Okay, the thing is, is 50% of it was good, okay? 50% was good. I I was, you know, projected to make like $5,000 on this in like two months. That was a lot of money, okay? And I said, you know, there was also a part of me where it was like, Courtney, you're just a bad messenger or like you you can't write things. Like you need to step your game up and be better at customer service. Um but honestly, it's just a complete shit show. And my parents were like, well, that's what the real world is like. I was like, yeah, but the whole reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is so I don't have to do this, okay? I did not sign up to be a call agent on a hotline. Like, it was just, wow. I was so, I was just really shocked. And I was really shocked. Especially since this girl, like, Fiverr's the best, Fiverr's amazing, on and on. Okay. Obviously, experience was negative. So the takeaways, the takeaways are... Fiverr still has value, okay? Fiverr has value in the sense that um, you got you to gotta deliver something that is one-off and it is non-negotiable, okay? Like, like I said, brand, logo, something like that. Um, it could be fine. It's just the, the thing that I can't get over, there's, there's essentially two things. 20%, they take 20%. So let's say that you have a $1,000 gig that means I have a $1,000 gig. Let's say you do a lot of work. Fiverr takes $200. $200. You know how much money that is? And that really just shows you 
um, what the whole premises of this platform is, and it's to be to profit on p- freelancers. Okay, the second problem I have is that you have no pull or weight as a seller on the platform. They do not care if you put eight hours into a project. If the customer is unhappy, you get zero dollars. You're not prorated. There is nothing. They do not care about whether or not, you know, this customer is just some random ass person just throwing money left and right. And just because they don't like it or whatever, um, they don't get to purchase it. And let me just also say I was vetted as a Fiverr pro okay so these people that were working with me understood that Fiverr you know interviewed me and um, I had multiple calls and videos I had to send in I I know what I'm talking about okay they saw my Instagram they saw that I you know had 16,000 followers that might not be a ton but um, I, I certainly wasn't a beginner and I wasn't a scammer, okay? Um, just let that sink in. So I went through the stages of that and there's a lot of people who aren't Fiverr Pro and they do well on it. But it just goes to show you as someone who I had to take my time to sit down and talk with someone on a Zoom call. I had to go through all of this to say that I was a Fiverr Pro and... The argument I'm trying to form here is that a Fiverr Pro, who should be an industry expert, has no weight in an argument against a random customer who can't even make a full sentence. They don't care about the Fiverr Pro's opinion. All they care about is someone's money, okay? Um... That is what the final game was for me. I didn't mind doing customer service. I didn't mind replying back to people, but it was the fact that they didn't care about whether or not I um, was getting paid for the work that I was doing. That's why I stopped. And the last draw, obviously, was that I, they owe me $300 and they're just probably going to keep that money. Okay. That shadiness is why I'm not into it. Okay. You might have a totally different like experience. You might have an amazing experience. I will say that there were a lot of people who were messaging me. There was a very active platform. There was, like I said, um, $5,000 worth of work in like a month and a half-ish. It's not that there's no short of people who are willing to spend their money, but there is probably a 50% chance the person who purchases in, in my experience, um, didn't read what they were purchasing, purchased, and is most likely going to be a difficult interaction, difficult customer, or going to be a cancel. Um, I think that there should be a penalty for canceling. I think that there should be like maybe a 10% fee um, that I still get even after an order cancel, unless like I literally didn't do anything. Okay. Um, Just very negative. That's why I didn't make a podcast right away. This one's a little longer. Um, I just, wow, I was so shocked. I honestly was so shocked. And it was sad because it could have been a really great thing. It really honestly could have been another awesome income stream. It would have been something that I vetted and I would have shared with all of you guys and tried to get you to join because it's such an amazing offer. It would have been such an amazing opportunity to make an extra income. And it had so many different options for people. But I honestly, I would not trust Fiverr. Um, some shady stuff. I think that's pretty shady. The way that all went down, especially someone, like I said, as a vetted Fiverr pro.
God knows how normal sellers are treated on there. Um, yeah, so that's my very personal opinion. Um, take it or leave it. I apologize for my heated moments, but I really wanted to stress, like, I just, it probably was enjoyable to listen to. Maybe it wasn't enjoyable and it was a waste of time, but guess what? So was my hours and hours of work that I spent on Fiverr. So that's Fiverr. If you want to do it, there will be no link below. You'll have to Google it and do the extra work. I'm just kidding. So I, yeah, I hope you enjoyed my rants. Um, I, I hope that it brought you value and I would love to know, um, message me if you have a positive experience with Fiverr or I would love to hear some gossip girl on some more Fiverr experiences. Maybe I could do a follow-up episode with other horror stories on the platform, but yeah, I'm, I honestly, I would be very curious to see, you know, what the general, even opinion is. Maybe you've had um, an opinion from being a buyer on the app. I'm just curious. I'm curious to see what the general public thinks about it um, because uh, your girl, girl ain't on the fiber train, has been chopped many times over. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and leave a review if you liked my rant um, and tell me why you liked it, if it was hilarious, if it wasn't, whatever is clever. So yeah, I'll see you next week, guys.